All right. What up? What up? It is your boy, JC. We've got Brooke on the line. Brooke. Hey there. I'm so excited for this week's episode. We got a jam-packed one this week, too. I mean, luckily, for those who may not know Cat Fights in Collar Greens, we are a podcast that breaks down the Bravo universe and beyond. The unique thing here, one of them, is that we are also experienced TV journalists, which makes us <laughs> especially equipped for the day we have coming our way today, which is all of the breaking news coming out of Bravo. Breaking news. It's it's a lot to get through. In fact, I advise anyone uh, listening to this, taking part, that means you, Brooke, we've got to buckle up because as we are coming to air, uh, we got the New Jersey trailer. I'm talking about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Very quickly, Brooke, give me a hot take. I'm bored. I am so over this same fight, this same family fight, Teresa not pronouncing words right, and her and Melissa liking each other but not liking each other. I felt really good when they were good. It's yes. actually, and you know, you I think generally people think that we like to watch the fight. Some of us like no. good stuff. And I think their family, her brother loves her to death and he loves his wife. And I like it. It's it's more watchable when they get along and it's hard. Yes. And so I'm like, I'm over it. Like, are we doing this again? This in family fighting? Cause I'm over it. I, I'm with you. And I'm gonna keep my take on this pretty short because eventually New Jersey will premiere. And we'll have to slog through it. But I do want to say, I did not get enough of these new housewives. I could not tell if they were friends or full-time housewives. Good the point. full character slate at the top or bottom was just a wash. I couldn't make out who's who. Bravo, it's time for a new New Jersey intro. But I'm on your team. Too much of the same drama. I do not like them fighting. I like to see them laugh. Also, where is Danielle Staub? Has she been cut out? We'll see. Right, because wasn't the rumor that this entire season was focused a lot on her? Yeah, and her marriage, which ended quickly, uh-huh. and like restraining orders and whatnot. So who yeah. knows what's going on there? Um, right. Another thing that we saw made official by People Magazine. Whoop, whoop. I'm happy. Por- yeah, some some real reporting here. <laughs> Look at Portia <laughs> going to the press. Uh, like a boss here, uh, Portia Williams confirming that she is indeed pregnant. The blogs have been whispering for some time. Uh, she has gotten paid for telling us the truth herself. This is with that guy. I think he might be from Detroit. I'm not really sure. We His don't name know is him. Dennis. Something owns a bit. Oh, excuse me. Owns businesses. Okay. Um, he's a Renaissance man here, and uh, <laughs> some good news for Portia. A first for her. It is his first child and hers too. So won't that be a journey? Yeah. And you know what? Like, I think, what is Portia? She's 37 years old. So honestly, Portia, she's still young. But this has been something that she really wanted. She wanted to be a mom. And so, you're, you know, you're just happy for her. You know, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for her. You know, again, this is it's a... the same with Kenya. I'm happy for yes. them both. Like, to see someone be really open about something that a lot of women would be, you know, kind of embarrassed to be single and really talk about how badly they just want to be a mom and on national television to strangers and face that critique. 
And right. they both have done that. And then it happened for them both. And I, you know, I'm with it. Congratulations. You know, I want to say this, uh, just kind of from uh, the, the armchair psychologist here. You know, I think that sometimes we want families to complete us. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, a lot of that journey comes with a sense of self. I think we're seeing a different Porsche than we first saw with Cordell way back in the day. Um, as we have now I'm seen a different, different Kenya too. Than we saw with Phaedra, like honestly. Well, okay. we, we got to tune in to make sure that's the case. But um, I felt there was some tension with Portia and Lauren when her sister got pregnant um, about Lauren's availability and commitment and their relationship. I'm hoping that this can bring them closer together. They seem okay. They seem fine. Right. Exactly. They are sisters who battle right. it out on a daily basis and who hug it out right behind it. I think this is going to provide a lot more understanding on both ends. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree. Yeah, um, so that's a cool thing to see. We have a developing story coming out of the Southeast and the West Coast here. We got two separate photo gates going on. The first <laughs> yeah. one I'll dive into is the most recent one. This is... The Beverly Hills Housewives. Oh, we're gonna pause shoot. on Atlanta for a second. Oh, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna go. We're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna there. Pause. I want to okay, go okay, in order go. of uh, the news coming in here. Um, <laughs> and I find just it interesting. In. Developing news. Yeah, Justin, I am looking at my iNews here, seeing this come across the wires. Uh, <laughs> Erica Jane, Lisa Renna, the God, in an Instagram live story talking about a housewife, a castmate, who is refusing to take a photo with the group. Online, the chatter had been it was either likely Dorit or LVP, Lisa Vanderpump. I know who I think it was. I want to hear who you think it was. So I, it was really hard for me because, oh, I mean, I think the obvious choice is who you probably think it is. It's Lisa Vanderpump. It's, that's the obvious choice. But then I think, why? Like, is that how we get down behind the scenes? Well, we, we know that LVP likes to be in control. Right. And right. so what, what I did in my reporting on this story was <laughs> I had to do some comparative <laughs> reporting, you see. So you are Frank Ski, investigative reporters of the week. I am sitting down <laughs> with the newsmakers of the day, sometimes <laughs> by proxy, and getting to the heart of this news. Okay. So I, I said a good test for this will be what the reaction has been to Denise Richards' recent like 48-hour engagement wedding and what the other wives are saying. The only person I could not find a comment from was Lisa Vanderpump. Camille weighed in. Dorit weighed in. Um, Erica weighed in. Teddy weighed in. It, Kyle's so busy, as we all know. Uh, but Lisa Vanderpump <laughs> deliberately keeps her mouth shut about people she does not like. So I'm inclined to say, given that the cast seems to like Denise, uh -huh. given that Denise has the name recognition, the drama, the history, the everything, this is someone like Erica Jane before her and many others before Erica Jane that's ruffling Lisa's feathers and she's probably not taking it well. Mama is not a young buck anymore. Oh, that's a good analysis. I keep forgetting that Denise Richards has joined the cast. And so I wonder, mm. though, if Denise, who feels like, you know, she's if she possibly, she seems kinder than that, but 
it, that opened my eyes and maybe I'm thinking that it could be her who didn't want to do I mean is well, that possible it's, it's you know what for what I hear and I haven't heard back from Denise's camp yet but I'm hearing Denise signed on for four years for four million dollars um, which I okay. think would make her a high roller for Beverly Hills um, bear in mind it right. seems as if they don't get the New York and Atlanta money um, out in Beverly Hills. Um, I, maybe it's due to numbers. I don't know. But one thing Lisa Vanderpump does not like is someone richer than her. Listen, nobody <laughs> should get Atlanta money because no, there is not one housewife. And, I, you know, we love these shows. We do. There is not one housewife on any other there is just, that is more valuable to the entire franchise than Miss Lunithia Leakes. Yes, herself misses excuse me yeah um now you asked me why i wasn't landing on atlanta because we are about to approach our landing right now i want to okay. start though with the photo gate coming out of atlanta this is something that had been <laughs> simmering for some time Brooke. and people were thirsty they were hungry they wanted to know what is going on with this cast who has a peach who does not we right. got an answer slowly uh, right. last week into this week, and we know we have, at least based on what we now know is the Bravo header, it seems as if we have seven wives. Interestingly, the angles of them all are not all that flattering. Um, they are in various stages of pose and smile, and when we talk about retouching, there does not seem to be a ton of it on these images as we were used to from our Bravo stock. Well, Lanithia herself right, got on Instagram right. to correct the narrative. And she was like, funny how sometimes photos get leaked out of the cast when they're not the official cast photo. And it's funny how it always seems to happen with the Atlanta cast. I want to first get your reaction to Lanithia's reaction, and then we can dive back into our, our cast. So my first reaction to Nini's reaction is I didn't have a problem with the photo. I, ju I mean, I, I was like, I saw it and my thing was trying to figure out who these new girls were and wondering if this was the cast, you know, solidified. And I didn't think, oh, they look bad. They don't look Photoshopped. They don't look good. I thought they looked fine. I did, however, fine. just fine. assume that this wasn't, the official finished photo because we know that Nini belongs in the middle. Well, and so when I saw her reaction, I giggled because I hadn't seen any like brouhaha online about the photo looking unfinished or not looking good. I right. said fine, but I thought the girls looked good. The women, I thought they looked good. And so I thought, I was uh, like, did, is Nini making this up? Like, well, what? I don't know. Like, well, is there, was there drama online? Because I didn't see it. I just, the only fix I thought it needed was that Nini needed to be in the middle. Well, <laughs> that, and I don't know what's going on with Cynthia on the far right. That's not her best look. Oh, and you know, you know, how I feel about Cynthia. Oh, how we all feel, but, that you know. That she just can do no wrong physically. Like, I just. But it, it also highlights how hard you have to work, or I guess not hard at all, to find a bad angle on her. You have True. to really do some labor to find it. Uh, this person has found it. In that photo, in my You're opinion, crazy. which means nothing, obviously. No. Um, <laughs> but the photo also kind of got us to something else, too, that it does look like we're going to have seven wives. Of course, the blogs say their thing. Instagram says its thing. We don't know for sure until we see that show slate when it starts in November. 
if we have seven wives, I think this is the first time we'll see seven since season five when Kim wiggled her way off the cast. Um, if we have seven wives, we're playing a game. I'm into this. You know, New York at yeah, one I'm point had, I think, eight women at one point. Yeah. It was like the Rockettes up there. And it was a good season. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't mind seven things to watch because what right. usually happens is it trims the fat for you. you that is see true. Who's not, who's not surviving. That's true. You know, I, I'm just happy that we're, that we're coming up on it because this is, I don't want to say, I mean, this is what matters on Broadway. <laughs> oh, this yeah. Is, this is the meat this appointment is, television. You know, this is what matters. I'm bravo. I'm ready. My body is ready for more <laughs> Nini. Uh, but it's funny that she was like, you know, it seems it's funny that this only happens with the Atlanta cast. It's not funny. It's not it's not funny. It's not I I mean it's just like duh. We, yeah. Fans chase these storylines down as if they are Kardashians. Oh yeah. It only happens with Atlanta. I mean they're there is, you know, that, that fan page that has hundreds of thousands of followers and right. it's day-to-day tips. Well, when the show is, you know, months and months away from even starting shooting or whatever. Right. And so, of course, it happens with Atlanta. Nini, you know this because people and, are obsessed. What? And it makes me wonder, too. I mean, I think she may also be playing the game a bit, too, like kind of stirring up a performance of frustration just to let everyone know that, the spotlight is on them, even though technically they're not in play. It's uh, Orange County and Dallas's time right now. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's working for me. And I do want to land on one more thing. I, I feel confident saying we could have seven in that we know, based on what we are hearing, what we're reading, that uh, Marlo Hampton is going to have a big role um, in this season coming up, season 11. However... She is not in this photo, which would indicate that she is likely a friend of the housewives. I'll tell you this. I will take Marlo all season if it means no Shamia. I'm going to go there. Thank you. <laughs> I Listen, I will say there are I, there are many people that I will trade for Marlo. I will trade whole franchises for Marlo. If <laughs> real. I will yes. trade you Potomac for oh. Marlo. Trash okay. it all. Marlo all day. New York. Um, I will trade you New York, and be- including Bethany for Marlo. Okay, wolf, so... Wolf, wolf. And I, you know I liked Potomac this last season, and I like New York. That is just how much I am entertained by Marlo. I mean, how many times did we rewind the, <laughs> uh, the glasses? Now, wait just one <laughs> second now, glasses. Yes, yes. Iconic. Iconic or when, when Candy was like, Marlo, hi. Hey, hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, how about when Marlo thought she had a, a one-liner coming? She's like, "Can't you what you call a, a microwave friend?" And they were like, "A microwave, you know, a friend that's I don't know what the hell I'm saying." That was hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, admit your faults. I respect that. And wait, and speaking of best friends, um, and speak like positivity. That photo uh-huh. of seeing who was there for Greg and Nini oh, in their time of absolutely need, right. bringing mm-hmm. it back full circle that now Nini, you know, is acknowledging two really close friends, Marlo and Cynthia. And I love Cynthia and Nini's relationship. And I love Marlo with anybody, okay? Well, you know I love the Talls since uh, South Africa. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am with so it. So I, I am happy to see this team realigned. And you know what I like about them, too? They can fight and it can get nasty. Uh, see Charles Grant for your research on that tip of where that can go. Uh, but 
this also brings me to yet another turning point. You know, I live on the, the social platforms, I mostly for work and, and also for my research. I mean, I'm, I'm always consuming information. Um, one of these uh, accounts, and you know what? I, I'm attributing indirectly. I'm not taking anyone's information here. It's not my own. Was saying that it appears that Kenya has unfollowed Nini. Okay. Now, this is interesting to me. Um, their friendship has been one of ups and downs. To be a friend of Nini's, to be a friend of Kenya's, means you have to ride the ups and the downs, I think, equally. I agree. Um, I have a theory that perhaps one day we will see some kind of emergence of Kenya back on this show. I think this baby will do something for her, not just for her, but could also soften Nini too. So this may be a temporary hiccup. I'm hoping it's resolved soon. And I think with that, we're kind of wrapping up our breaking news block. And I do want to hand you the baton because we are not done with the fireworks this week. We are not done. So uh, back to our regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Let's talk married to medicine. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm just going to theme this review. Why? I'm just going to call it, you celebrate mediocrity every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> when Cone Tessa, just kidding, I, I'm calling her. I just think I will never, that is so forever funny. To me. <laughs> but when Contessa calls um, Toya mediocre, yes. I don't know. It was just kind of funny because um, it was just like, it wasn't that big of a deal. It was a party. Her dad was sick. Relax. And anybody defending that, Mariah, stop. It, like, she didn't do anything wrong. Can I say, and I mean this affectionately, I don't mean this to be uh, crass or mean or anything. Toya is simple. Um, Toya loves her family. She loves her friends. She loves money. And she loves sex. And I think that really is uh, what Toya has been telling us for the past (laughs) several seasons of this show. And if you can't get with those loves, you can get moving. Um, (laughs) You you know, the the back and forth, like, testimonial snipes have been going on since last season with Toya and Contessa. But at at, uh, Heavenly's party, Lord, I was saying to myself, Contessa, Contessa, and now I'm doing it. Um, pipe down. <laughs> you are getting way too crunk. I know your dad is sick, and I know a lot's going on, but this whole eagles and chickens thing, you have lost me on this. It was a little <laughs> weird. It was, yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, uh, it was a little weird. I think it was, a, you know, there are moments that these women come prepared. Yeah. You know, and it's a thing that Quad does, but I think Quad is the only one who does it well. I think Mariah takes it a little too far. Um. And, um, <laughs> It, like uh, Mariah takes it to Andrea Kelly levels and and Tamar Braxton, I think they do Tamar is the only one who can do Tamar well mm-hmm. um so eh, but yeah it was a little weird and I think it it weakened her point because she was right that ripping but I think she probably just had a lot of time to prepare this right because her husband yes. had come home he was upset about it he was disrespected he felt disrespected and Toya was being disrespectful, but it just, it was a lot. And I think it was weird that, um, that I think it was weird that 
like she wouldn't just be like you're right my bad I was being weird like I, sorry I I don't know I was being a spoiled brat and can I tell you one thing you know we've got some insider information here yeah of course sources so since we both you know joked about Contessa yes and yes, that was yes. a thing that Heavenly was doing can I tell you you know uh both our parents live in uh, mm-hmm. the great city that is Atlanta. yes yes and my mother is really close so full disclosure Quad is like an auntie to me who is only a few years older than me. But <laughs> she is a really close friend with my mother. And so they hang out a lot. Can I tell you that Heavenly, every time she sees my mom, she calls her the wrong name. Oh. Okay. Right? Are you getting, do you get a vibe? Yeah, uh-huh. That's, it's right. That's her shtick. And I'm like, I don't know if I like it. No, no. Um, You know, one day we'll do a whole episode on like polite black shade. And how that looks, <laughs> and how that how that presents itself, right? Because bless your heart. yeah, it's it, it's it's getting your name wrong, it's getting your yes. age wrong. Um, and my and, mom is a wonderful human being. Yes, so, absolutely. Like, relax, you know my mom. You yeah. know what I mean. But look, okay, so married to medicine, we don't want to waste too much time on the bird weird. No, 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 she no, set no. herself up for that dig too. The eagles and the chickens. It came back to Toy being like, "I get it, you're a bird," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "I was like, Toya, Toya, great offense, great offense." Right, yes. but the big issue was when Quad walked up. She looked adorable in the pink. What in the world was Simone going through? And this is a kind of a repeat theme on a lot of these housewives shows. Yes. somebody's going through something. They're private about it, and then their friends get offended that they're quiet about it. And I find that like completely bizarre. What was Simone going through? Like, was it? What, did you not? Did you it? miss the montage? <laughs> did you okay, miss right. The montage? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I will say. One thing that Married to Medicine does very well that I think even Atlanta has not figured out yet. They are able to capture like intimate moments with women that feel very authentic. When Quad was fumbling about about the eyelash glue, I think it was, or whatever, uh-huh. and then they cut to the scene where they're all in this like bedroom or whatever powder room, and Quad is putting on the glue in the eyelash, and Mariah and the girls are talking to her. That seemed to me to afford the level of conversation and closest they could not get at the boil outside, and I thought that was interesting because we had just come out of that whole like purse kerfluffle uh in the garage it just makes me so unhappy it was so strange nasty and strange and corny and i think the truth of it is everyone came in there salty everyone came in there ready to fire at a moment's notice and i thought when quad walked in with that hello everyone i heard you had a a crab boil good to see you and you and you and the the shoulder touches again call back to polite black shade you have already <laughs> told everyone to secure their weapons because we may at some point have to shoot. When you do a hello that is intimate in voice and distant in touch, you've already drawn the lines of the battle. And I think I, everyone I think she came that. prepared for battle. More, not necessarily drawing the lines. I think my perception is that she came prepared because she had been feeling kind of the shade and the negativity being thrown towards her, no? See, the, again, this is the thing. And, you know, of course, disclaimer, we're not there for the actual events. We're only seeing the edited versions. But whenever these shows play this drama out, it's not as if on the reverse end, I have seen 
you know, a quad or someone else say, hey, hey, go easy on Jackie. You know, hey, hey, go easy on this one. They always want to know what's going on with That's each true. other. And so it's like for you to say, I have found some comfort with the sister circle, which I believe, but you find it easier to be more vulnerable with them, people you don't know as well, but that you spend more time with than the people that you have shared with before and they have shared with you and you have the collective experience of being public figures, it, it seems to be a, a disconnect that you cannot be straight with these people in a way that you can be with these other people. But I'm not quad. I don't know what's going on. But also, we have to be fair and acknowledge that that narrative has only been said by Toya, who mm. also embarrassed her good friend on stage because she prioritized her sick father over a party okay touche quad dragged toya over the tax issue but guess whose taxes are paid remember when quad brought those ramen noodles over to her in that basket yes yeah, <laughs> okay. of course okay, no, okay all right it's you know it's funny you're right jokes and toya was very open about that but i hate the tip for tat and i feel like this is a situation where if you love somebody you let them heal and right. I get it. You don't. But I think what it comes down to is like, we have to do it. I was open about it. So you need to be open about it, too. And I think sometimes we need to be like, you know what? This is her actual real life marriage. Let's give her a break. Let's but you let know her what? process and talk to whomever she wants to. Let me tell you this. If that's how you are feeling and it is so serious and so personal, feel free to hit pause and step out the way and we can get a quad two to come in your place. Okay. See, now to you're me, it much. feels, okay. It, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm just talking about being entertained and a show <laughs> where people are being honest and open with me. That's all I'm talking about. It kind of goes back to the Shaws when my girl, um, Asa, you know, is like, I'm having a baby, but you can't see it. You know, I got pregnant, but I can't tell you how. And then MJ had to pull it out of her. Then you realize there's, more than half of Asa's actual life, she was withholding from the show. And it's like, well, if you were withholding, take your whole life and leave. So that's where I am. With okay, wrapping up Married to Medicine, I just have to say two things about Mariah. I thought the way Let's she did the purse thing was corny. Okay, maybe three things, actually. I thought the way she, it was just like a weird, I want to insert myself in this drama. She is never really nice to Quad, and she always wants so much credit for being a friend to Quad, and it is bizarre that she doesn't just look in the mirror. I don't like that she tapped Quad on the arm. I get it that it was light. It wasn't that big of a deal to a lot of people, but I think grown women touching each other in aggressive, you know, sometimes violent manners on other shows, it's gross. I don't like it. Uh, and I do not think she has any receipts on Dr. Darren. Okay, buddy? <laughs> what are your uh, we can agree to disagree <laughs> on the receipts. You know, I work in energy and vibes, and I know what I feel. Ah, and that's where I can leave that. Okay. Um, <laughs> regarding the Mariah Quad um, flare-up, uh, you know, sometimes you do something, and it's it starts off earnestly. And then as you are trying to, you know, subtract yourself, the person you're trying to make an inroads with, goes left and then that does nothing but dial you up that's kind of what i feel happened there you know and it's hard because watching it i think you see it the way you see it the way you see it for carol and not bethany 
Um, yes. Uh, right, right. So You think that I just already don't see it for Mariah? Yeah, I think your mind is made up. Okay. And you know what? You are okay. a human being. and You have a right to your opinion, and it can change <laughs> as it changes. Um, no need to defend it. But I just kind of felt that there were a lot of signals from jump that let me know, as we said earlier, that Quad was on the defensive, didn't really want to be there, and it was mm-hmm. going to be messy no matter how it was going to be messy. It was, it was going to happen no matter what. Why okay. did she come there on that drunk bus? What do you mean? On that big black, like, um, oh, right. she was people in, like, mover. Oh, right. She was Yeah, right? I'm yeah. like, okay. That's yeah. an Uber know. XL. all right that's marriage medicine all we know is this season is going to be good we're going to have a lot to talk about and i am here for it you're going to hit us with a one two three punch right you got oc dallas and a little flipping out. a little flipping out uh the takeaway from dallas is i don't care there is so (laughs) much (laughs) there's so much deandra happening right now and she is really trying hard to make me empathize with her and her situation that basically she seems to have had 49 wasted years um growing up in dallas society the connections that she has she somehow has managed in her twilight years to still be a dependent on her mother i don't know how she has not seen this coming for so long there is nothing deandra has done or accomplished that I can see as a viewer that would convince me to give her my business if I were Mama D. So regarding the $200 in my bank account comment, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like I was watching like season two Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know exactly what it, you mean. It just felt like some kind of like telephone game between like Kim, Sheree, uh, Sheree, Sheree and um, Nene, like, I heard Nene only has $200 in her bank account. And oh I'm like, I could care less. This is so irrelevant. Um, it, it was so irrelevant. <laughs> and I, Can I tell you my thoughts on that? Please, one? go ahead. I think Leanne is mean. It, I mean, it's just a really weird... Um, me like their friendship Leanne and Deandra has been fascinating for me and you know that I am a new Dallas watcher so I have right views on the women so far that don't match longtime viewers I love Brandy I'm obsessed with Stephanie I don't see it for Cameron I think Leanne is mean and her and Deandra have a weird like I watch them every scene they're in I question if like is this friendship well it's a weird back and forth they are always fighting it's halfway boring the other part's sad it's like one of them says a mean thing to each other and then doesn't hold themselves accountable they say they were trying to do it for the greater good then the next week the other one says something mean back to get back at them because their feelings were hurt and then they too don't hold themselves accountable for it and say they were doing it for the greater good right like what no you're both just a little messy you know dallas to me needs a character on there that's relatable because when I watch it, I kind of feel like I'm watching like Oz or something, not the prison drama mm-hmm. from HBO, but like some kind of alter world where it's like Leanne and Deandra are like the witches of the East. And then you have like um, Brandy and Stephanie who are the good. Mm-hmm. And then you have like Carrie and Cameron who are kind of like these giant people. 
You know what I mean? It's just, it's such a weird setup. The people are all kind of like 2D. No one feels fully formed. I think Brandy's closest with the baby. This has humanized her, in my opinion. And as much as I think Stephanie is good-hearted, there's not enough there for me for a season. I will gladly give her a baby boot. Hey, before we wrap up Dallas, all the way, can I just say Cameron storming off into that gold elevator a couple episodes ago is life goals. Uh, Cameron is like <laughs> the big little lies, the Cole Kidman character. <laughs> the, on the other side, like the legally blonde version of her, if you just yes. took away all the death. <laughs> no, yeah. She just stomps around that show. It's so funny. Her and her long legs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're saying just for the record that she has the style of the Nicole Kidman character on Big Little Lies. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, oh, just, no, it makes sense. That's just Texas Fried. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, Orange County. Let's do it. It's working for me a bit more than it was before. And with uh, that, we are coming down from the Emily versus Kelly blow up. That was a blow up. <laughs> yeah. It didn't give me everything I wanted. Um, Emily was performing. She wasn't going to do anything. Kelly the God was ready for her. <laughs> and I think deep down, I was happy they were able to resolve it because they both were kind of right. Uh, Kelly was out of turn. She copped to that in the Kelly Dodd way. Emily realized that she um, perhaps was way out of sorts, reacted way too quickly. But I'll tell you this, Brooke, when I was watching that, um, and Emily made it so much to her husband, Shane, and to the, the other women that, like, I have to defend my husband. Shane was like, if that were reversed, I just remove you and leave it alone. Um, to me, I would have said, Emily, pause. You're missing your blessing. What's happening right here is I'm not going to go as far to say that Shane is telling her that he doesn't love her. I don't believe that. What I do believe is, is that Emily has to do some soul searching and ask herself why she chose that moment to overcompensate for her marriage. I and with you that is absolutely what it looks like it was weird i mean it got to the point where she told somebody she was going to kill them it was yeah. weird uh and listen i'm not a problem with you defending your husband when someone calls them a name yeah right do it right i also think what she didn't see was she listened and she was still in a position where i mean you can't let somebody just like call your man names i get that but when they were at that dinner at that lunch i guess a couple days later when things had yeah. calmed down the one-on-one -on -one. was weird that she still wasn't seeing it. Like, like I, you know, he was being totally the instigator and he yeah. was being mean to Kelly. Right. And he called Kelly a name because yes. he wasn't like, it wasn't like he saw that she had been drinking a lot and he was being observant. No, he was calling her a drunk. He was calling her sloppy. He uh -huh. was name calling and she reacted. And, um, I... Ooh. Steve is a little bit of a messy boots, too, if we're honest. Well, and, and you know what? Um, this is like a, a few episodes ago in Dallas. Leanne was explaining to Cameron that you have to 
watch for the intention and not so much the words. Mm -hmm. And I want all of my housewives and all of my Bravo celebrities to hear that. Because what I think Kelly was trying to say, and maybe she will say this eventually, and maybe the other women are on this page too. It's like, Emily, that's the way your husband talks to you in your home. And none of us can control the relationship that you have. That might be okay with you. What Shane cannot do is talk to other people like that. That's exactly. not going to fly. You get that kind of reaction when you go around with the match in a room full of dynamite. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. play that game if you want to. It will not be the last time. Again, we are stewards of Bravo. And this, of course, takes us back to Mexico. Um, season, was it seven or eight of Atlanta with uh, Nini and Peter? And uh, <laughs> you need to stay out of women's business, you a little bitch. <laughs> right? And, and Peter was pressed. Peter Cynthia was pressed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Greg and Peter almost went to blows. Little Todd had to break it up. It was bad. Todd, oh, Todd the goat. Yeah, Forever so, there when we need him, okay? <laughs> so this, these situations happen. People get angry. Um, as a man, it is hard to hear that your wife is going through this and not react. And as a wife, it is hard to hear that your man is going through this and uh, you can't protect him. So I, I see... The, the conflict and the concern. On the flip side, though, we had Gina come clean about where she was with her marriage to her mother, um, to Emily, and also the rest of the, the group. And what I am coming to rue about Vicky is I don't need you to insert your life into everyone else's life. I understand that you want to spare them a mistake. But if you need to resolve something with Don for you, resolve it for you. Don't tell Gina what to do. And for all those women who have been through divorce and marital hardships, I was expecting more support for Gina and where she was in her decision. I agree completely. I think, and this is, it's like the same shtick over and over. I don't think this is the first marriage that has ended where Vicky has been in this weird judgmental, no, you don't do that. No. No, like weird and being told, hey, this is not kind. What you're saying right now, it's not okay. Don't and not helpful stuff on a woman. It's not helpful. And she keeps doing it. It's, it's like this literally the same sentence. It's really weird. Vicky's not having a very good looking season. She, so she's, tr she's trying to go for like a Jackie season. Like um, Jackie Christie? Yeah, of course. Who else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's like, no, 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 no. Your foot has to come off the gas completely if completely. you want to cruise. Yeah, completely. You're, you're, you're pumping. Um, also, in Orange County, um, we have to talk about Tamara. Okay, what is there to talk about? Um, Tamara, as we have discussed, as a character on this show... You know, there have been anti-Tamara camps for a very long time. Um, I tried not to be anti-anyone. I tried to take in the whole experience. Uh-huh. But Tamara, as a viewer, seems to be a touch manipulative. Oh, because she got it, got it, got it. wants to be the bone collector of Orange County. 
Mm-hmm. And, and maybe in one regard, she's doing it right because she's taking the right bones to the right people to get the mess turned up. Whether it was about Gina and her marriage and her home life, whether it was about what Shannon said about um, Emily's relationship, uh, or whether Shannon was right or wrong in finding uh, similitude between her relationship with David and uh, Gina's relationship with her husband. And I'm like, Tamara, you can't expect people to share and bond without being vulnerable. And you are saying they're attacking her marriage, but perhaps they're also finding an equal playing field in their pain. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to share stuff to get there. And Tamara seems to be back in her unfeeling space where she's not allowing people to be open. I complete, I'm, I'm, I was first, I was like, you know, what do you mean? What do we have to talk about Tamara? Did you start talking? You are right. I think so far this season, Tamara is out of line a lot. She is right a lot. And I think yeah. she's probably right more often than not. But there's no clues. Like, she is, she's out of line a lot. I think um, what she said about Vicky and Steve was gross. Yeah. And what she said to Steve and Vicky was gross. Yes. And it also what's gross about it is that she, I think what's most the most you know worst thing about it the worst thing about it I'm using way too many words but it's just that she would not allow it there would be that high pitched screaming Tamara that we would get if yeah. any of those things happened to her Tamara someone who has thrown wine <clears throat> wasted a resource at Gina Keo gotten <laughs> wasted, uh, a <laughs> wasted a resource gotten Gretchen drunk with the express oh. purpose of perhaps encouraging her uh, liaison with her uh-huh. son. Mm-hmm. Tamara has a lot of sins to atone for, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that's partly why she got baptized <laughs> on the show. But her backsliding <laughs> as someone who grew up in the church, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. Uh, it is she, a lot. She needs to really get herself... Um, deeper in that word and stop praying with Lydia because she needs something a bit more than what that's doing for her. Um, I also want to say very quickly on our way out of Orange County, I like Vicky's surprise party because Vicky's orbit intrigues me. I think her brother, Billy, is the kind of uncle I would want. <laughs> yeah, it was, cute. It was, a, it was yeah. a really cute surprise party. Uh, just loud, obnoxious, doesn't care. And I also... I think I teared up a little bit when Billy walked in. Actually. Oh, absolutely. The minute I heard his voice, I knew it was him. I knew it. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see Michael do something nice for his mother. It was, because that is the... Listen, her dynamics with... The, yes. Let yeah. me just say yes. And yes. I'm going to close out with something okay. to think about. Okay. Rihanna wasn't there, and she didn't seem to be missed. Just, just think about that. Okay. Um, and that. while we're in <laughs> <laughs> SoCal, I, I got to make a stop in Jeff Lewis land. And, okay. Um, Jeff Lewis is one of the pillars of the Bravo universe, as we discussed before. There has been some hardship. He's uh, my favorite between, housewife. Yeah, right. But between the housewives and Jeff, everyone and Jeff, 
But most recently, and perhaps most poignantly right now, is Jenny and Jeff. And I feel as a viewer, I'm not sure about you, we are two episodes in. It feels heavy. Even the light moments feel heavy. Jenny and Jeff seem especially strained. And Do you think I, so? Yeah, hold on. At first I thought, because I know, uh-huh. I'm just projecting it. That's but what, what you may not know about me is I actually own a few flipping out DVDs from way back <laughs> when. <laughs> and, and, you know, when I go back and watch those episodes versus the ones now, this is different. This is different because it was nothing for Jenny to put on a voice to lighten the mood or, you know, just always trying to like kind of balance the work and the play of it because that's what Jeff needs to kind of uh, focus and come back to focus. Uh, she happened to have fallen accidentally um, during uh, a setup for a shoot at um, Megan's house. And it was a real fall. And it was funny. But it didn't land, no pun intended, the way it used to. It feels like work. It feels like Jenny is just there to be there. And it was even said on the show that Jenny is part-time. I see what you're saying. I can, uh, I mean, I, I really think for me, it's that I know it's coming. I don't know. And these first, we're only two episodes in and they've been really slow so far for me. Um, but I, I, I see what you're saying. I'm just not, I'm not there yet. I don't know. It seems very normal to me. It, it does. It just seems very, eh, I don't know. And I do want to say that I refer to all of these shows on Bravo and beyond as housewives shows. Anything that's an ensemble cast and they are not, all related, like the Kardashians, is a house right. show. Shaw's okay. flipping out, Black Ink Crew. <laughs> I, I I can't confirm or deny that one. I don't Basketball know Wives, all of these. <laughs> yes. Basketball Wives, I can't confirm. So, speaking um, of, are we ready? I, I, I just want to say before we go, okay. from flipping out, okay. I used to not like Gage. I'm now evolving on him. I'm actually completely 100% with you on that. I didn't realize that I didn't really like Gage. And I love Gage now. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And we love Monroe. Oh, my she- Oh my gosh. I, I don't have the words for how much we love Monroe. Yeah. Um, and now... Can we get boom, a Ryan boom, and Chloe boom. appearance, though? Is that ever coming back? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Um, I, when that's a good question. Jeff had Chloe that one day and they went to the restaurant. Girls Gone Wild. That was, that's my favorite episode of this show. That solidified my love for Jeff Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, there were so many moments where I'm like, you know, I would pick up and move right now to work for Jeff Lewis. And there was... Uh, and quit the second day? Well, the second day, I used to love how he would send... Uh, Jenny out to Apoyo Loco. <laughs> and, and I also love, too, that with Tyler, they brought back the happy hours at work. Oh, yes. I, I just... <laughs> and the fact that he maintains files on the employees, I think it's so ridiculous. It is hilarious. And he'll be like, Brooke, Brooke, you had a boo-boo today. <laughs> I, I forgive you. It's yes, not a big yes, deal. Yes. But it will go in your file. <laughs> <laughs> These files that literally go nowhere. Yeah, what is it? What is it? What right. is it? Nothing. All right. So uh, the shining star of 
uh, this week's cat fights and, and collard greens is absolutely easily basketball wives. The Shawnee O'Neal creation that is now known as basketball wives, formerly basketball wives, Miami basketball wives, Los Angeles, no, now just basketball wives, okay? We are back to basics in every way possible. We are back to basics because basketball wives, the, the original basketball wives was just called basketball wives, but it was in Miami. Mm-hmm. And then there was basketball wives, Los Angeles, and they've kind of merged the two, moved the Miami crew to LA and kept the Miami name. That's kind of how that happened, right? Am I right about that? It, once they invaded LA, <laughs> yeah, they, were, they all started. They were able, yeah. Not pretending that they lived in those temporary apartments in Miami. Oh, well, they got them in uh, L.A. too. <laughs> Tammy. True. But we will take it however <laughs> we can get it. Where does Tammy live, really? Houston? I thought she was in Texas. And I also am pretty sure that Evelyn was in Arizona. But then Shawnee was on Facebook Live or Instagram Live saying that Evelyn's in L.A. And it's like, okay, whatever. Whatever works. Listen, whatever, whatever we're going to say, we're going to say it. It's right, fine. We are going to say it. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Let's wrap up the finale really quickly since we didn't talk about that last week. We had a lot going on. Um, but let's talk about the finale. It yes. was a showdown. Um, Jennifer. Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. Why oh. are you lying so much? I mean, it was so, so bad. I just was screaming the whole time in my head. Yes. Why won't you just apologize and tell the truth? Yes. Why are all, all of you should be ashamed mm-hmm. of yourselves, all of you, for bringing Evelyn's daughter into this, whether you're talking about her, whether you are telling something on national television about somebody else talking about her. It is all irresponsible. So it's irresponsible. Gross. This is a girl, a woman who is, I'm assuming, I think she's in her early 20s, maybe mid-20s. Yeah. She's not a cast member. No. This is her mother's show. None of this should be happening. I, the stuff that Jennifer said behind the scenes, Malaysia bringing it up on the show. Uh, last season, Jackie Christie. It's all, compl- it's just bad. It's not okay. Well, and uh... I don't, I'm not with any of it. It bothers me. And... I also want to point out before I uh, give you the baton, Justin, my favorite part of the finale uh-huh. was everyone running for cover when Malaysia picked up a chair to throw and Evelyn, Evelyn, the statue. If you go back and watch it, you'll notice there's yeah. a tornado of people running around and Evelyn is oh, yeah. in the middle, not bothered at all. She is just in her head. Yeah. Like, did Jennifer do this to me? And, and she did, scared. and she did, and she did. <laughs> okay, yes, she did. I, Evelyn she is did. just, Evelyn is never scared, and I appreciate that. I just, what are your thoughts on the finale? I had never been more attracted to Malaysia Pargo than I was when she picked up that table. Really? Oh, you should the table. Just it like, my bad. Yeah. That's, that's a ride or die. I don't that like, is... I don't like the violence. You know me. Uh, look, look, I'm not saying I love it either, but it just demonstrated to me that she has a very deep moral compass. Um, and she does not appreciate being lied to and all that stuff for being used. And I just really felt it. Um, that being said, 
it was difficult for me to put up with Evelyn and Jennifer reconciling again. And it was, I I felt that, I, I told you, I don't understand how Evelyn can be so forgiving of Jennifer in spite of her wrongdoing and being brought to the fore again and again and again. And it kind of bothered me too that, you know, Evelyn's like, and then when Shawnee told me, it's like, hold on. I, I know you're in your bag, but if you do the math here, what you are seeing is the reason why you kind of came in with some heat is essentially because this lie was floating around. Um, Jackie is saying last season, you are someone to talk about my mothering given what I've heard about you and how you run your house. The thing with Jackie is because she's Jackie, she didn't finish the thought. You know what I mean? <laughs> she, she didn't finish how this got to her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Evelyn hearing someone say she's a bad mother with no sort of knowledge of Evelyn and how she runs her house, that set her off and she and Jackie were not going to be a thing. I feel like, honestly, when you trace where the source of all this came from, it's which Jennifer. will be to Jennifer, I feel like Evelyn now owes the group an apology. Um, I, I just, I think she needs to really sit down with herself and piece apart how deep this lie runs and for Shawnee as well. This is someone who seems to be hell-bent on everything you accused Tammy of doing. And yet you cannot paint Jennifer with the same brush that you paint Tammy when they seem to be doing the same similar, thing. if not the exact same thing. They are what absolutely doing it? the exact same thing. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. Absolutely. So, I mean, she said this time they're over. I hope it's true. Um, but if the finale was good for that it was also good in bringing CC into the spotlight mm-hmm. <laughs> and the rest of the story. Um, you know, all of us with families know that when you introduce a step element, <laughs> it, it can be a, a very touchy a situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Especially when we're talking about a step, um, <laughs> a step girlfriend or boyfriend. <laughs> not fully uh, a wife or husband into an environment that is mostly adult. And the thing with CC is, I think she has to own, own it as Lisa Rinna would say, and just say, Hey, you know, I'm trying to build a life. Maybe I'm being controlling, you know, I'm trying to nurture whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I, I just didn't mean for it to get here. Because the fact of the matter is, where I saw it, Kristen had the receipts, and CC was refusing to own her role in it. I bet you Byron has no idea of all this other stuff going on that CC stirred up. I completely agree. I don't believe that Byron said any of that stuff. I don't believe he said you pay all the time. I don't. I don't. I just think it just sounds so sound made true. up and intentionally mean. <laughs> That is none of it's true. It is just mean and something mean she said to them to to 
Kristen, I think that there were a lot of people who watching this and I would just like see online and talk to my friend, shout out to Quez. I've seen you some, sent you some of Quez's critiques yes. on these shows and he's yes. hilarious. And that weren't feeling Kristen. And I think these last what? two episodes, the finale and the reunion proved that I think there's a weird dynamic on these shows where when people actually know each other, and you've brought this up before, that we don't get the full story. Right. And I think that Cece was pretending we were getting the full story and Kristen yep. was protecting her family. And so not giving her full side because she was protecting all of them. And Cece was just letting it out there. And so then you're not seeing that half the stuff Cece's saying is just not true. Yes. And it just got really weird. And that brings us into the finale. I mean, to the reunion. So we can go right into that. And we can start with Kristen and Cece as part of our review because Cece just lied. There were two lies that she was caught in. Mark Lamont Hill hosted the reunion. Um, Say what you want about that. And they, it, it, I think they were trying to give this feel of just kind of what John Sally would host these reunions. And so they uh-huh. were, you know, a man in the middle of it. And so I got that vibe. And Cece. Get Rick Fox. <laughs> right, you getting your thoughts together. Cece completely lied when she went back and told, and this was the, the catalyst for their entire beef, what we thought, mm-hmm. at least on camera, was that Cece felt like Evelyn and Jennifer we're talking bad about her. How dare they? She's an educated woman with a business. And as and it made it seem like Kristen didn't tell her they were joking about that. I knew they were joking. They said they were joking. It was mean, but I just want to let you know that they made a joke that you wouldn't like, but it was a joke. And Cece swore up and down that she never heard that it was a joke. And here comes Kristen with printouts of text messages that proved she had said that. And I'm sitting there thinking, did Cece just want attention? Right. That was weird. Right. And it seems like she wanted them to be mad at Kristen. When you hear, you know, full circle of everything that's been going on behind the scenes, it seemed like she wanted the women to be mad at Kristen. And that backfired because they didn't care. And Byron. And Byron, right. It seemed like they, they didn't care. They didn't care whether Kristen had told her it was a joke or not. They did not care at all. They didn't care. It didn't work. They all ended up mad at her. And then the Byron situation where she said that Byron told her to text Kristen and tell Kristen's husband, Byron's son, that they were no longer invited because they don't pay. And it turned out after 60, 70 questions of the same question that that didn't happen. That this was something Cece initiated on her own, something mean that she sent on her own. And then she tried to wrap it up by saying, but no, he would have wanted me to say that. Girl, what? Um... Can I just say that whole thing? Um, I was watching it and I was like, that does not sound like something a man as old as Byron Scott <laughs> would ever say uh, to his girlfriend to tell his son and his wife. You know right, what I mean? I'm like, Cece, that does not even sound real. Like, Byron oh, Scott's oh. good for money, honey. He's got it. Right. You know, and you should too with your businesses. Uh, it sh- it should be an issue, really. Um, well, I-, I thought it boded well for Kristen that Shawnee and Evelyn gave her right away, no hesitation, a vote of confidence. And Absolutely. she immediately clicked in the group. She got our humor to hold her own, got a mouth. 
and I agree with their choice. I also told you too, controversially, you need a mess like Cece on this show, though. You got to have somebody who's just going to be so, you know, on their own planet <laughs> that they don't see how crazy they are and what they're doing is so transparent. Um, she is a lot like Jennifer. She she is. She's also a lot like a uh, 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 Karen or Jackie too in that way. Just like so, mm-hmm. I'm about all this stuff, and I guarantee you, if she comes back. And they do some digging on CC. The skeletons will be running for air <laughs> to get their stories out. <laughs> They're gonna run out the closet yeah, door. I mean, I'm like, you, you have been around to find a Byron Scott and be in his house at this point in his life and your life. You know LA quite well. Just saying. Okay. 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 Um, okay. All right. Uh, before we get to the obviously the most important part of the reunion we're doing a little house cleaning we did the cc and Kristen. let's wrap up malaysia and og oh and wait a so minute we don't have to touch on this later malaysia did apologize for throwing the table she was embarrassed by that right it wasn't and, and i'm with that because i didn't like it i think it was it was i i have to say that i thought malaysia's actions on that trip were a little performative that day. I know you felt like it was very right or that I just, it seemed a little performative. Uh-huh. You were trying to get me. I just, I don't know, but okay. <laughs> and uh, the jokes about OG. OG was a mess the whole season long. Absolutely. But it, Malaysia did seem to get a little mean and it was a little aggressive, a little mean. And this is my pet peeve. I hate it when people don't own their stuff. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't talk down about a woman's looks and then in the same conversation say that you support women. You can't have both. You are being unsupportive in this moment and you have to accept that. And the reason that you don't want to be de- looked at like you don't support women. So, so right. That's a good thing. So stop what you're doing. You can't do something bad and then not want to be held accountable for it. And I feel like this was the first moment throughout this entire season where OG looked good. And I don't mean physically, I mean verbally with what she was saying, because she was what she was saying and doing all season was a hot mess. And all season. She stood up for herself. And I don't know, I think, you know, OG came out on top in the conversations with Kristen, in the conversations with Malaysia, not in the conversation with Evelyn. <laughs> no, no. But I just, you know, I didn't like that it just became a mean girl. Let's attack her appearance. Kristen's comment about the husband thing, you know, you want what I have. I think they were, it was juvenile, both of them. Like, my husband is at home with our kid. Oh, is he? It was a corny comment, but I just don't think it was that deep. Well, I I agree with everything you said, but we also have to be very clear OG was very, very much thirsting for commitment this season. <laughs> um, yes. And it, to the point where it was just in very poor taste. It didn't look good on her to, uh, to be that wanting. Um, it, it didn't feel like longing. It just felt like codependency. But these are just my eyes. So, okay. I mean, I, I can't speak for everyone. But I cannot believe you're trying to wrap this up without talking about Tammy and Evelyn. No, no, no. That's I, we're just okay. trying to do a little house cleaning before okay. we get to like, what the reunion oh, was really about. Oh, okay, what well, we're going to spend the bulk of our time on, and let's do this. Okay, 
Okay. Let's do this. Listen, Jennifer wasn't there. And if she was there, there would have been a lot of the reunion spent specifically on Jennifer. Instead, though, the conversation evolved into Evelyn and Tammy. There was a little bit of Shawnee in it. There were tears. There were laughter. There was a walkout. It was a lot. Let's get to it. Listen, it appears Tammy got caught in a bit of a lie, okay? Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And I like that Evelyn has stood strong in this. Listen, if Jennifer is wrong, so are you. This right. is not something you brought this up to hurt me and you hurt your friend in the moment. And you didn't care that saying this out loud on TV would be hurtful to Shawnee, but you did it because you wanted to hurt me. And Shawnee has been ignoring that fact all season long. Mm-hmm. Evelyn has not. And it. I think Tammy got a little shaken. She got called on the comments that she said about Chad. That she shouldn't have said, and she still didn't fully apologize for it. Right. And Evelyn wasn't having it. She said something like, you know, and I apologize if you took that the wrong way or if that hurt your no apologize because you said something that was absolutely despicable. Right. And and that's just that. And we came out of that pre that package, the little pre-produced clips package. Evelyn was like, you know, Tammy's a liar. Right. Tammy's an actress. I'm not here for it. And it's like, well, tell us why, Evelyn. Why is Tammy an actress? Well, it appears Tammy's storyline with Reggie, it appears, has been alive this whole time for years. That at least is Evelyn's story. Oh, yeah. Tammy says that's not true. She never said those things. And so we go to Shawnee, who Evelyn says was there when it was said. What does Shawnee do? She physically hides. She turns her body over into a corner and says she cannot confirm nor deny that conversation happened. Justin, what are your thoughts? (laughs) This is Shawnee uh, in a role I don't envy. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. I agree. Uh, Which is trying... To not take sides, but no matter what, it is very rare that in a situation there is not a right and there is not a wrong. Um, something I just told you earlier. I'm all about vibes and energy. <laughs> I, I've, I'm inclined to believe Evelyn. Here's why I say that. Um, if you recall. Tammy came on this show in, in almost like a tornado of personal problems, of a, a kind of troubled headspace, she had a lot going on, very frenzied, very angry, very ownery. And I think that she has spent a lot of the season since trying to rehab her image, take control of her life and be independent and all that stuff. And in doing so, she's had to kind of pull away from some of those earlier things that she said or did. But the truth is the truth. Um, Tammy was vulnerable when she first got on the show. She's probably toughened up a lot more since. And I think it would behoove Tammy to own what she has said and be truthful about where she is going. Because I'm kind of with Evelyn. I'm not sure about you. 
the whole wedding thing with Reggie, I didn't believe that. <laughs> um, I, does he want kids? Maybe. I don't know. But Reggie has a lifetime to make kids. Um, does Tammy want to be married? Clearly no. Does Reggie want to be married? Didn't seem too bothered when she called it off. Can Tammy have kids? I don't really know. But uh, like Evelyn said, she's had a baby and she's got embryos. So what is it? Right. What is I, going on? What is going on? I mean, we have we, the two of us. We have always thought that, listen, Tammy and Reggie seem to have a healthy, happy relationship. And it yeah. does seem manufactured, all of mm-hmm. these issues. They yes. seem like two people who are happy in their current relationship as it is. And so it, 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 I do I believe that they are constantly in a battle on whether or not they're going to get married? Or do I am I more likely to believe that whatever they're going to do, they have decided and they're happy with it? And right. Any any storyline of some sort of a battle or confusion or a back and forth is just not believable to me. I I'm with you. I think they're doing what they want to do, and a lot of it is created for. I just I don't know. I you know I I don't I I'm uncomfortable with the conversation on whether or not Tammy can have babies or whether she's blind. It's just it's like something cringy that I just want to stay away from you know right right because it's it's right it's a little the conversation about wanting children is one thing right another conversation is about whether or not someone can have children yes that is something else right Uh, it's like it's it's like right and i think evelyn what she is saying is if you were willing to take my private life which is still on this show, but still amplify it without my voice in it or my truth in it, then don't be surprised when someone does that to you because that's what you have spent years now doing. Um, of course, Tammy gets up and leaves. Uh, and you know what? Is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Okay, because if, if we are upset that Jennifer didn't show up and we are all expressing how upset we are and how unfair that is and how her job may be in question right then is it okay for tammy to do the same thing when the kitchen gets hot well what we have to ask ourselves is is tammy coming back i mean i i don't know she seemed like you know she was halfway there this whole season if we're honest and she did not see i think tammy backed herself into a corner I think she got uncomfortable with what happened with Jennifer. She felt slighted Mm -hmm. and felt, I think she felt a little left out. And then her way of dealing with it was just to like run away. And then I think she wasn't chased. Right. And then it got her deeper into the corner. So then she started grasping for straws. So then she started saying mean things. She's going to bring up the secret. And then it didn't work. Then it became another conversation, but it still didn't work. Um, And yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, It's weird. I will say, that the we'll both be outside kind of like the threat for a fight it's lazy and it's gross like we're too old for this they are too old for this um Um, and i like that that evelyn was like what this fighting is lame it is it's corny these come on yes let the kids do that survive without that right well and also too 
can I also say something? Of course you can. And I, look, I am not trying to be mean. I am just thinking about possibilities um, in the context of what was said in that reunion. Um, so I'm going to dive right in. Okay. In Evelyn's final piece, she was talking about the truth about Tammy's health. Mm-hmm. And whether she intended to do this or not, by talking about it in the kind of veiled way she was, like, I know and she knows, but I'm not going to say it, whatever tone, it made me think, like, is this part of why Tammy did not film as much this season? Like, did she have to take leave? You know what I mean? Um, was there a thing she had to take care of? And that made me even more sympathetic to Tammy. I mean, I have cared about her specifically since The Real World Los Angeles season two. Same. Uh, and I, I want to see her do well, which is why I think I can be hard on her too. Because if anyone knows this game inside and out, it is Tammy Akbar Anderson Roman. You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's her name. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, she was Tammy oh, Akbar on The Real World. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and uh, I just I just want the truth, to quote Oprah. Uh, that's, that's what I want. The, the truth that she feels comfortable in sharing with us. Um, if you don't want to do the show, just tell me. I'm good. You know, we can find somebody else. Um... I think the season proved we don't need you, but I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Keep up with your bonnets. Uh, she's got a show coming up, a scripted program she's in. She's got work. So that's most important. I'm with that. And I think that's a good way to end it this week's episode. Cat I agree. Catfights and Collar. It's a jam packed episode. So busy a little day. longer. Busy, busy, busy. We had a lot to talk about. We will be back. Next week with another installment. And uh, that's it, JC. That's it. Brooke, we out. (laughs) See ya.